From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 296 for the week of May 29th, 2014. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by James Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, I have another Good Neighbor Hotel review. This time it's the Fairfield Inn. And we have another ladies-only show with Mary Jo talking about the Rock Your Disney Side 24-hour event and Carol covering her and Michael's recent trip with their granddaughter. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Diz Sports Threat of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Howdy ho! Hello. So how was everyone's week? Great. Better. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, any housekeeping? Um, oh, I got one. Yeah. Okay. Last yeah. week I mentioned that SeaWorld coupon um, mm-hmm. from McDonald's. Well... It turns out they want you to put in a zip code. And Oops, so use Nancy's, that's 91505. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could use the San Diego one, 92109. That's uh, SeaWorld's own zip code. Anyway, they just need a, fir- they need a first name, a last name, an email address, and a zip code. There you go. And then you can unlock it. Blah, blah, blah. Ooh. And then you'll get email for them for life until you unsubscribe. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, but then you can do rapid fires like I do. Yeah. And you know what? This has inspired me. I am going to go from fast food fast fast food restaurant to fast food restaurant over the next couple weeks, and maybe hit, hit some I gas will... stations too. And well, and no, I'm going to go around and see what everybody's tray liners are for the summer. No, no, cause... no. yeah, because I because I sometimes get them at gas stations like the the one in Santa Clarita. Oh will yeah. Have things for for Six Flags or Knots, yeah. Oh. I've seen them at. Like, well, I know Kentucky Fried Chicken offers some stuff. Um, Del Taco has has stuff. Um, Carl's Jr., Wendy's. I think Wendy's is still having their a Legoland one, maybe. Right. Um, Coke cans, Pepsi cans. Yeah, those are always good for Six Flags. Yeah. Um, not that anybody wants to go to gang-laden Magic Mountain, but hey. Wow. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I just never go in there. (laughs) Just never go in there. But anyway, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. And um, I'm actually planning on taking the girls to um, Universal, maybe. Here's the deal. I'm taking the kids to um, Universal Orlando in a couple weeks. So I want to do Universal Hollywood with them. Because, you know, we've never, ever taken them to Universal Hollywood. And because I've never really felt that there was really anything there for them, right? Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. they're they're timid, they're ride timid, and they're younger, so that doesn't really make a good combination yeah. for a lot of Universal's demographics. Anyway, um, so I'm going to go try and test out. I'm going to do the buy a day, get a day. And uh, see if I can brave these early summer crowds and and see how bad the heat is. Because, you know, right now we're starting... Universal's not a cool park. They don't have that much trees, and they've got a lot of construction going on. The um, Harry Potter's Wizarding World, that building's going up really fast. There's some other stuff going on. So, But we want to try out um, 
Despicable Me since it's been open. And all the reviews have been good so far, so mm-hmm. I want to see all those minions. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> unlike no. the scary, unlike the scary ones roaming the streets of of the Vegas Strip, those were those are some scary minions. Yeah, they are not cute at all. No, those are called slappers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Mary Joe, Tony, we are just over a week away from coasting for kids. I can hardly have wait. I'm looking forward to it, and we're going to have a I'm, nice I'm contingent looking, from the Diz. That's going to be. We are. We've we've got what fourteen, fifteen people coming just at Knott's Berry Farm. So that's that's exciting. And you can still donate. Yeah. So oh, yeah. remember, well, and, keep donating, and, and you can sign up even at the last minute as long as you can raise seventy five dollars. So show up at the park seven that morning <laughs> with seventy five dollars in no, your hand. No, not <laughs> okay. So so when is the final cutoff? I mean, for that kind I mean, of last minute. Probably, I, th- I think it's probably the day before. The the yeah. only the only contingency is if you think you're going to raise the most amount of money, the cutoff for that is is like a, two days before. But you can sign up at the last minute if, as long as there's availability. And we'll have a link in our show notes, right, yeah. for anybody who wants. Yeah, to. definitely. Yeah, yep. I'm looking forward to the lunch too. Last time we got oh. Mrs. Knott's yes. chicken. Yeah, I didn't get nice. to eat with you guys last year. I didn't get my chicken dinner. Mm-mm. It was, it was like jumper. chicken and, and uh, bis- biscuits and mashed potatoes. It was a night we we got it as a box lunch, corn, but it was yeah. pretty filling yeah. and tasty. Yeah. And the g- good thing about for anybody who's thinking about joining us, you don't have to ride the coasters continuously for the eight hours. You do you can take breaks as needed. Um, several people and just the co- just the camaraderie. Yeah. is awesome. That was a lot of fun. It, we uh, really struck up some friendships. On there, so I'll say hi to Anna mm-hmm. and Eric. Yep. <laughs> yay! Any other housekeeping while we're while we're talking housekeeping? It's, it's a quiet week, yay! Yes, but we have a, a Disney coming up for Give Kids the World in October, and yep. they're we totally Arizona forgot meet. to mention that. Yeah, that's that's going to be fun. Uh, October twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and and part of twenty sixth. I think they're. They're talking a evening meet on the 24th at Dave and & Buster's, and then the main meet on the 25th, afternoon of the 25th. And then they're going to arrange a trip to the Grand Canyon on Sunday the 26th. So be sure to put that on your calendars and watch for more details on that. Also, don't forget about Podcast Cruise 5.0 coming up on November 30th of 2014 on the Disney Magic. That's a... Western Caribbean with a uh, stop in Jamaica. Can't wait. West no is practicing kids. his Jamaican accent. So. Oh, you guys bring West along? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's just going to be me and him. So. Oh, cool. Because it is. Because after- you're leaving your wife teach. <laughs> yeah, she has to work, and it's it's right after the Thanksgiving Day holiday. Yep. Yes. So she can't. I know. She is you not allowed just- to take off. She's not at what do they call it? Ex- extending a holiday. Yeah, Tony, are you going to be able to make it, or are you in the same boat? I'm. I still don't know yet. I won't know. I probably know within the next month whether I will or not. The thing that Wes is excited about is he will on this cruise be able to go to the edge. Oh yeah, he's gotten old enough. He'll be eleven by then and be able to go to the the tween club. So, like, but you love the lab. You love the the Oceaneer Lab. He's like. Yeah, but I gotta go check out the 
the edge. I'm like, all right. So he's earned it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yeah. It and I and I you know I don't worry about him because he knows the ships like that well and he'll be studying the deck plans I'm sure before before the cruise. This will be a really nice reward for him because he's done so well in school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this will be fourth, fifth grade. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. We're talking we're talking what, six, seven months from now, so still we're looking forward we're going to we're gonna be on the fantasy this summer. We've never been on the fantasy, so that'll be that'll be new for us. We're gonna do a week a week on the fantasy in, in July July, August. So. My favorite ship. That'll be nice. I love the fantasy. That's your favorite? Yes. Why is it your favorite? Um I love the theming of the adult area. Okay. Better than the better than the better dream. Better than the dream. Yep. Okay. And the other restaurants, they're they're pretty much the same. I'm trying to remember, mm-hmm. but the the fantasy, the dream and the fantasy are wonderful ships. But the fantasy, uh, by far, is my favorite of all of them. Cool, cool. Uh, don't forget chat nights Wednesday nights 9 p.m. I'd love to to see some of you there. I talk to seems like the same people every week, so I'd love to see some new folks pop in. If you ever have trouble getting in on chat night through the boards you can also use your facebook lo- facebook login or your yahoo account or something like that and it'll it'll let you in that way if, if it's giving you trouble with your dis name it's a great forum to ask a lot. It's, it's almost like a well it is a live chat but for people who have it's questions live chat and, and about usually, disneyland usually i'm there and you have one-on-one mm-hmm. with me practically so not that that's exciting but <laughs> so if you want to get a hold of us, other than chat, you can email us at dlpodcast at www.info.com if you have any questions for us, suggestions, comments. We we all get a copy of that, so just yep. email away. Thanks to, the, to those of you who have emailed us already there. Mm-hmm. It's yep. always nice to hear from people and nice to get feedback, yep. good and bad. Mostly some good. feedback we can't. Some things we can't do anything about, so we understand that. But the constructive, you will too. Constructive criticism. <laughs> some some of the things they've said have, have been really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you want links to anything we talk about during the show, you can go to desunplug.com, and we'll have all that for you there. Also, you can li- link back to any of our previous shows if you missed something or want to go back and listen to something again. Any other housekeeping? No? Good. Okay. Over to Tony well, go. with the news. Taylor Morrison has extended its relationship with the Disneyland Park. Now Isn't we he a ask boxer? You, Taylor. You're thinking of Tommy Morrison. Oh, I'm Tommy sorry. Tommy okay. yeah. yeah. Um And I don't... Yeah, I think he actually he's no longer with us. Yeah, So thanks right. for bringing the room down. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, May he rest in peace. Yeah. Company officials announced that they would extend a relationship that began more than six years ago when the home builder, that's who they are, decided to embark on a project to help create the Innovations Dream Home in Disneyland Park. Taylor Morrison is embarking on the next phase of its ever-evolving relationship with Innovations in Disneyland Park. Company officials announced today that they would extend a relationship that began more than six years ago. Leveraging their sponsorship, Taylor Morrison developed a national promotion, the Taylor Morrison Dream Home Giveaway, which saw more than $1 million worth of Taylor Morrison homes, I'd like that, given away to deserving families across the country. We're pleased to continue this alliance between two industry leaders, said Cheryl Palmer, CEO and president of Taylor Morrison. Disneyland Park is an iconic destination that needs no explanation. 
Our own brand stresses, stresses many of the same values, and together we have done great things over the last six years. We plan on continuing that track record of success. Palmer said the home builder will continue its support of the Innovations Dream Home while creating awareness for the exhibit through additional marketing programs as the relationship moves forward. We've seen a tremendous value in our relationship, one that goes beyond a typical marketing agreement, she said. As the alliance continues to evolve, Palmer said Taylor Morrison expects to build on what it sees as a lasting relationship with Disneyland. Okay. And Isn't that exciting? Actually, it kind of it, well, it's interesting given all of the the Marvel stuff that's been coming into Innovations that they actually that on the Disney side that they extended the contract. Yeah, actually. They're going to have a an Iron Man house. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I'm sure it's all about money. Yeah, I'm sure they're sponsoring something, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're paying for Iron Man. Okay, Rumba Room Live is coming to Ooh. this fall to Anaheim Garden Walk. For over ten years, the Rumba Room was one of Southern California's most exciting entertainment venues, having been located in Hollywood from 2000 to 2011, and having hosted notable Latin entertainers. Okay, Mary Jo, sorry, <laughs> but you're going to help me out with these, such as Cristian Castro. Do you know him? No. No. Okay, Juan. I, I don't mean to be disparaging. I just thought you might know who these people are. Um, Juan. Juan Gabriel. Oh yeah. Bond Juan Gabriel is going to be there. Oh okay. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. No, I, don't no, I think he's saying bon- that they hosted them in the past. Yeah, right? they hosted. But okay. yeah. Um, Banda El Ricotto, Jenny Rivera, I've heard of her, and Wisin Yandel, to name a few. Now, with its planned relaunch in the heart of Anaheim this fall, Rumba Room Live will bring its exciting blend of energy and Hollywood flair to a new generation of local hip residents international tourists and multicultural crowds alike with an updated vision in doing so the all-new rumba room live at anaheim garden walk will be the will complement the mix of world-class attractions the anaheim resort district has to offer at over thirteen thousand square feet the new rumba room live will feature an expansive stage and dance floor state-of-the-art sound and lighting which will allow its guests to be entertained in an upscale elegant and festive environment Rumba Room Live will operate as a year-round entertainment vi- venue, presenting a variety of events, artists, live concerts, and musical showcases such, such as its Salsa Sundays, featuring Ooh. rhythmic dancers and dynamic musicians. There's your day And six. Taco Tuesdays? Yeah, I don't know about that. The venue's planned combination of high-quality entertainment, appealing appetizer menu, and VIP <laughs> bottle service, oh yeah, in an ultra-sophisticated <laughs> and stylish setting is sure to captivate and become a magnet for discerning consumers. And the spokesperson said, I couldn't be more proud to bring the Rumba Room Live brand to Anaheim and partner with Anaheim Garden Walk. My goal is to help contribute to Garden Walk's success and help make Anaheim Garden Walk a must-see entertainment destination, said spokeswoman Delia Hauser. I actually think that's a really good thing that a legitimate um, tenant that will bring people into that is right. going to be there. Yeah. Because they need stuff other they than do. shopping and food. Wonder where they're going in. Of course, there's like tons of space, so it doesn't Yeah, work. who knows? Wherever they want, I'm sure. Yeah. So. That's cool. That's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for rapid fire. Let's start with Michael. Well, you know, June is summer, so th- it's another month for 
Summer Magic at the Disney at the Walt Disney Family Museum, and this month they're taking us to Neverland with Film of the Month, Peter Pan. Cool. They're also doing a special screening of Walt and El Grupo. You may have seen this at one of the D23 events. It's really an interesting um, documentary that's featuring Walt and a select group of Disney artists on their good neighbor travels through South America in 1941. It's also where um, Mary Blair really developed her artistic style and her work with colors that impressed Walt Disney so much. So this is so if you're able to see this documentary it's really worth um, you know seeing it. There's a number of open studios at the um, at the studio uh, at the museum this month, all of them are in conjunction with the Mary Blair exhibit that continues. There is one open studio that's called Color, Mood, and Tone, and that is you can learn the techniques for effectively influencing the overall mood of a scene through color use, dark versus light tones. So there will be a guided demonstration to help you create your own color palette for various moods and emotions. And this is free with museum admission, as all the open studios are. They have another one throughout the month called Illustrating the Story. And this is taking inspiration from the little golden books of Mary Blair's design. Uh, a lot of people may not know that a lot of the inspirational design work that Mary Blair did for films like Peter Pan, Cinderella, and others were later incorporated into Disney Golden Books. And also she um, did artwork for other little Golden Books. So would, you, would, If I had Golden Books up in the attic or something, would it have her name as the artist in that? It would. Okay. Mary, Mary Blair was the only artist Walt allowed to um, sign her work. That's how impressed oh, okay. he was with her. So in this open studio illustrating the story, you can learn the skills to lay out and balance text to, um, to illus as illustration for as a storybook illustrator would. And you can apply these techniques to key moments in your own short story. Uh, another one that's going on is actually one that they have called Little Open Studio. This is something new. This is for families with children under seven years old. This is story time and watercolor. And so you explore the many wonders of color and water, since watercolor was one of Mary Blair's favorite mediums. So you're going to use stamps, brushes, and even fingers and toes to paint away the morning using um, wonderful watercolors as your inspiration. Uh, there's a few um, talks going on. There's um, a spotlight talk on Walton El Grupo that's going on in conjunction with showing of that documentary. They're going to have it's a discussion about the Goodwill tour that Walt and the artists took to the countries of Latin America in 1941, and that's just in the um, special exhibition hall, the Diane Disney Exhibition Hall, um, where the Mary Blair exhibit is located. There are two special presentations. The first one, this one I'm very excited about, and they just added this recently. Um, it's Imagineering Nuts and Bolts, How Walt Brought Magic to Disneyland. Um, Wet Enterprises, now known as Walt Disney Imagineering, was Walt's idea lab for inventing new ways to entertain 
audiences. Once an idea for an attraction took root, it went through rigorous process from design development to installation. So in this presentation, you'll join Bill Butler, head of creative for Garner Holt Productions Incorporated, for a discussion about Walt's desire to create a believable world through the little-known realm of production for Disneyland attractions. So you'll learn about the history behind theme park animatronics, props, and sets, as started by Walt in the 1950s and continuing today. There are, there are also some guest panelists, including the former head of Disney's Mapo and Pico divisions and Disney legend Orlando Ferrante, who's um, renowned former Walt Disney Imagineering auto-animatronics animator David Fenton and animatronics wizard Garner Holt. This should be really good. And so I'm sure I'll talk about it in um, on the show. There's another talk. The Golden Disney um, Legacy. Uh, like I said, many of the most beloved golden books were illustrated by artists who worked at the Walt Disney Studios, including Mary Blair, John Hench, Gustav Tengren, who was did the inspirational work for Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, and Al Dempster. And their work would live on influence a new generation of illustrators. So historian Charles Solomon and Golden Books Random House Editorial Director Diane Muldrow discuss the arts and art and artists of the golden era of golden books around going influence so as tom said go through your shelves and see if you have any golden books by these um disney studio artists you might have some treasures on your hand also look to see if you have any that were illustrated by ron diaz because he was an animator on um sleeping beauty and he also worked on the golden books for um for sleeping beauty very cool yeah, and so for oh, and there's a very cool animate your night on Friday the twentieth. It's choose your own adventure land from seven to ten p.m. And this is um, this is an uh, they one of their most popular animate your nights was when they did a sort of a homage to the Tiki Room. There and Charles Phoenix, I believe, was there and all that. Well, they're once again teaming up um, with. Tiki Oasis to have an enchanted evening of adventure and intrigue. And again, they're going to have the panelists who are on the Garner Holt um, presentation there, but they're also going to have Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly um, will be there in order to have a discussion about audio animatronics and Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. So, um, And then also they're going to have the swooning sounds of King Kukulele, and they're going to have special dance performance by the Devilettes. And they're going to have special um, exotic cocktails from San Francisco's own Smuggler's Cove and special performance from the Fisherman's Tiki Trio. The special tropical drink of the night that's being made just for this occasion is the frozen custard, spelled K-U-H-S-T-E-R-D. So this should be a lot of fun. So... We will have a link to the Walt Disney Family Museum's website in our show notes so that you can check the dates for these events and the very reasonable ticket prices. So um, perhaps I will see you on some summer afternoon at the (laughs) Walt Disney Family Museum in June. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. Mary Jo? This summer, Disney's Frozen characters are going to be in a pre-parade starting in June. Disney's Frozen characters are set to make an appearance at Disneyland just before Mickey's Sensational Parade each day this summer. The Disney Parks just announced that Princess Anna and Queen Elsa will have their own float 
and they'll be joined by everyone's favorite frozen snowman, Olaf. The frozen characters float will arrive during a pre-parade performance, and the characters will be sure to greet park guests along the typical parade route. The Frozen pre-parade will begin at Disneyland sometime in June. So I am so happy they are doing this. <laughs> a lot of little girls are going to be extremely happy. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Can you... I, I'm just have a sing-along with it. And their dads and moms, too. Well, I'm just thinking, yeah. you know, you know how long those lines are to see Anna and Elsa right now. I wonder how long people are going to start staking out their spots in the parade route. Yeah. We'll know in June, right? It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Just in time for the awesome. 4th of July weekend. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. I will go next. Uh, Knott's, Berry Farm has impl- in there. Knott's Berry Farm has implemented a couple of dining plans at their counter service type of restaurants. Uh, they have a new single meal deal, which is thirteen ninety nine. And that includes an entree side and a 20-ounce drink. But the exciting thing for us foodies <laughs> is an all-day dining plan, $29.99, and includes one meal at in any of the participating locations every 90 minutes. This one does not include drinks, but it includes food every 90 minutes. Wow. Uh, participating locations include Sutter's Fine Fair, Bigfoot Broiler, Grizzly Creek Lodge, Boardwalk Barbecue, Coaster's Diner, and the Cantina there in Fiesta Village. I looked at the, the menus that they're offering for this particular promotion and it basically includes burgers and fries or hot dogs and fries chicken sandwiches and fries uh, chicken strips uh one of them had pizza there was one that had a, a kebab plate with i think with fries and then of course a couple of items at the cantina i think there was like a burrito with rice and beans or a taco salad or things like that but if you're going to be there all day and you're going to have a couple meals this might be might be some, might be something that will work for you. You just got to be careful with not operating hours because sometimes during the week they close a little early, so you might not get your money's worth. Something I think mm. we should kind of look into, Tom. You know, yeah. at, at Disneyland they have healthy options. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Other than the kebabs, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, there was there was nothing healthy. Well, I, I'm, there, I think there might be a grilled chicken sandwich at one of the places, okay. but. Yeah, this was this was fast food fair. I think we should look and see Most what they this. have at Knott's Berry Farm so people who are looking for more healthy um, things to eat know where to go. Yeah, this, was a, this wasn't healthy. This was bargain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Healthy and bargain, unfortunately, <laughs> don't go hand in hand. Yeah, don't always go together, no. no. Uh, Nancy. Okay. For those of you who need yet another social media venue to, you know, <laughs> belong to. Um, Google Plus Dis- is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm wondering if that's where all the people do their video work, <laughs> their video podcast work, because, man, we're getting a lot of letters about that lately. Yeah. Why aren't we video? Because you don't want to look uh, at us on no. a Sunday Yeah, night. no. <laughs> No. You really I mean, don't. You do want to I look at comb me. My hair you today. do. You really do want to look at me, and I know that there's been a lot of. Where's Tony? We want to see him. <laughs> we he's so attract. I understand that. I just don't want to. You know, I, I'm. I don't. The whole, remember Beatlemania. You don't want to share don't want the that. wealth. 
Sharing yeah, no, I don't want to. I'm not going to. Plus, there goes the naked part. Naked. We are the only podcast that is recorded naked. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my. But wait, well, Tom. We what if we charged extra for that? I'm just saying. <laughs> We'd lose. <laughs> well, you know. We lose our clean rating. This isn't necessarily about us. This is oh, about sorry. Snapchat. Yeah, try to save this, Nancy. Go ahead. <laughs> this is about Snapchat. Now, I'd actually never heard of Snapchat before Disney res- announced this last week, but um, the Disneyland Resort is now a friend on Snapchat, as well as the Walt Disney World Resort, but we don't talk about them. Um, so, um, go to the, you know, upload your Snapchat app, and then. What, uh, what is Snapchat? This is one I've never really. Okay, I can tell you, because I'm a techie, I'm a geeky guy. Snapchat, it was started, it, basically teenagers really were into it. And what it is, it was a quick, um, it was supposed to delete immediately. So you can guess what could have also been sent if something is automatically deleted and not saved. Mm-hmm. If you were so choosing to use a media to send things that you wouldn't want you would want someone to see, but or, not or forward not be on to the internet other. Forever. Yeah. Yes, if you can use your imagination. There you go. So that's actually what Snapchat. It wasn't meant for that, but that's kind of what it was. A lot of it was being used for. Not myself, um, <laughs> but it's like an instant deleted. Like it sends, and then you see it, and then it's gone. I wonder what and they how, use how is, for Disneyland. Yeah, I was going to say how Disney. How's Disney? That's what I was finding too. interesting myself. I don't know, and it doesn't actually say how they're going to use it, but I suppose it'd be worth um, one of us uploading the sucker, friend, um, friending Disneyland, and, and you just search for the word um, Disneyland or Walt Disney World all in one. It will get you either one of them as friends. Interesting. So. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, that's one. And, of course, if you haven't done it yet, and I'm sure it's, it's, I don't know if it's still running now because I didn't check over the last few days, but if you haven't done it, show your Disney side by creating oh, your so own cool. digital stick figures. Has anybody done this? I started to, but it was late. They're so cute. Okay, what I will do is I will, you know how I've done like a set of us as um, as Phineas and Ferb characters and stuff. I'll go in and I'll make a whole set of us of the Disneyland podcast team as as um, <laughs> Disney sides, <laughs> and I will uh, do it. And Tom will put it up. <laughs> okay. And you can link to all of us as our Disney side. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. So social media attacks again. There you go. <laughs> Tony. Okay, ladies, or people that are interested in Princess Diana. Um, I know that there used to be a Diana exhibit at Downtown Disney in Orlando. Nancy told me that. And um, <laughs> for a day six, yeah, for day six, the Queen Mary, which I've always talked about, and eventually I'm going to do a day six and do a review there. Um, for one, They have a lot of great stuff, and they have now that same exhibit with some little pluses. You can have afternoon tie. <laughs> afternoon tea with Diana. You get to have the tour of Diana Legacy of a Princess exhibit and that that exhibit includes 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 um the multi-million dollar collection 
30 years, it's taken 30 years to assemble and includes approximately 2,000 items relating to the Windsor family. Um, they also have a Diana gift shop. Um, and then, so you can see the, the, um, the exhibit, but in addition to that, you can have a prefix lunch menu in the tea room. And that would be great with your daughter or daughters or friends. You could enjoy tea time anytime at the Queen Mary Tea Room. And so you could actually do this without the Diana piece, but I'm just letting you know. Um, and it's located right next door to the Legacy of a Princess, a royal ex- exhibition. And it's a tea experience, which I don't understand. But the menu, I shredded chicken that. and mango. I know you can. Shredded chicken and mango with curry, aioli, and wheat oh, bread. Oh, that Devil. sounds so good. I'm only in the Sorry. first bullet. Deviled egg salad and micro Dijon green served on pumpernickel. Freshly baked scones with Devon shot. Yeah, that sounds like you really enjoyed that one, Nancy. I love Freshly tea. baked scones with Devonshire, Devonshire style cream. cream and homemade local jam. Lemon meringue tart, petite eclairs, mini opera tort. Okay. Uh, op- Loose leaf tea torts, service. Yeah. Okay. And it's $39.95 general admission. Twenty nine ninety five for children. You can validate parking for up to three hours. Do they and have a minimum is, age? Uh, it doesn't say that they're. Oh no, because it says twenty nine ninety five for kids. Oh, children okay. four to eleven. I don't know if that. Okay, means that minimum age is four. Three year olds. And I wouldn't bring three year olds to hot tea. Just saying. Um, uh, you can't combine this with any other offer discount. Reservations are strongly recommended. It's valid Monday through Thursday. So your day six would have to be Monday through Thursday. If you're a local, take a day off work and go. Um, limited seating available. It's You can only purchase it online. So you have to go to queenmary.com. And um, due to the historic nature of the ship, just note that some areas as well as several of the tours require the use of stairs and therefore are not wheelchair accessible. But, that's interesting they said that, the Princess Diana exhibit are both fully accessible. So there okay. you go. Very cool. We should do that with my little girls, because I love tea. And I <laughs> I know that they love tea. Oh, there is nothing more fun than going to tea. I like going to tea also. With that's a lot of fun. Do we need to translate anything from that menu for you, Tony? <laughs> like what an no. opera cake is? Yeah, I didn't know what that was. An I know because I don't. I don't. I'm not friends with Andrew Sutton, so I don't know what fancy tea is. <laughs> oh so please, any bakery worth their salt in their soup can make an opera cake. It's very, very thin layers um, with like a cream in between. It's, okay. The cake is cut I've very had thin, it and it's just yeah, you've had it. It's it's very. Uh, Porto's and around here makes a really good one, and I know there's a Porto's down in your neck of the woods these days. I think there's one in Downey. Is the closest one. Yeah. It's a Cuban bakery. It's very good. That could be another day six. <laughs> Finding all the good food. Oh, a Hawaiian food crawl from Disneyland. That's a good one. I'm hungry. I'm sorry. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you, Tony. That is rapid fire. Let's head over to Mary Jo for our thread of the week. This week's thread comes from Mosey03, who's been with us since April of 2014 and lives in Iowa, and the thread is called Things to Help with the Heat. It sure sounds like Disneyland is experiencing a lot of unseasonably hot weather. Thinking I better start preparing myself for the possibility of an unexpectedly hot trip in June. 
Hoping this thread will be helpful to many. Where are some good places to go cool off? Favorite snacks, drinks to consume when it's hot? Products you take along to help you stay cool? I'm especially interested in this. Links, please. And anything else that will help those of us planning for the possibility of hot weather. And since we recently went through a, an extremely um, hot heat wave, and we probably will have a warm summer this year, I thought that we'd look at this thread and maybe come up with some ideas that we use to stay cool when we're at the parks. I get, you got to get a lot done early in the morning, get their rope drop while it's still cool, get a lot done, and then find a cool place for the afternoon. The problem is that dang afternoon parade. Why? Because you the wait. You have to wait in the sun for it. Oh, that's true. Um, Unless you're on the side of the... If you're on the side of the Matterhorn bit. in one of my favorite spaces, oh, it's yeah, not as bad. Yeah. See? Uh, what are some of the cooler spots? Like animation building? That is great air conditioning. Love the animation. Yes, very much so. Um, oh, the little... Um, the old Phantom Boat stop. What's mm-hmm. the name of the old Phantom Boat Fantasia. dock? Fantasia. That's always... Fantasia, the Fantasia Gardens, they call it, over yeah. by the Matterhorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. Um, let's see. I say any of the long rides, like Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Small World, Small World. the train ride, all of those. Did we mentioned the, um, the uh, wait, train ride for being cool? I Yeah, because yeah, si- at least you're sitting mm. in shade. And you're off your yeah, feet. Yeah, okay. And it's moving. That's true. I th- what about... Um, the uh, Golden Horseshoe Review. Oh, plus that place is air-conditioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Laughing Stock Company? Yeah. Yeah. Just that room. Uh, that was the room. That, yeah, the, the, the building itself. And I don't remember if they still uh, have... You know what has good air conditioning, and it's fine, even though it's not a ride, is the um, River, Bell, River Bell Terrace. Yeah. If you go inside, it's great people watching. <laughs> There's not much seating in there, though, is there? Not much seat. No, there's actually more than you think. Okay. More than you. Well, I mean, I don't know what you think, but. Yeah. Well, and also, if you go there when it's not peak meal times, that's a good place. Also, Hungry Bear. Um, oh, lots of shade over yeah. there. It's just getting to it. Yeah. But if you're in that area, that's a nice place to go. I also think that going on the Mark Twain and riding around the river is, is nice and cool. What about a California Adventure other than the Animation Academy? Where are some cool places over there? Ooh, um, up on the one po- the one portion of the um, the terra the Wine Country Trattoria Terrace the okay. the left side where they have the beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, that side's good. Um, it's nice and shaded, so if you want some place to sit down and relax. That's actually a really good place yeah. um, on the outside patio for the Trattoria. Well, even like the Paradise Par- Garden area Paradise has, Gardens, yeah, has that was lots just of shade. And, and I think there's fans in some of those areas too, right? Right. Um, what else? Oh, uh, Monsters, Inc. Laugh, Monst- Laugh Lord, nice. Monsters, Inc. ride is, is, is cool in there. That's a nice... Well, what about the, um, the little auditorium or the, the show area right across from it? Yeah, but there's nothing there. Usually. I know, but they still have the they still have some benches and chairs and yeah, yeah. and things like that to chill out. Mm-hmm. That's still a cooler spot. And sometimes it's nice um, to or or, um, or do lots of your shopping in the afternoons as well. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another nice place to go um, for a good half hour is the um, Hyperion Theater. Go watch Aladdin. There you go. You're in nice, comfortable seats. It's air conditioned the, in the, there, and it's a great it's the place. The 220 show of Aladdin. Yeah, exactly. That's, that, that would be my plan. <laughs> that's, that's, the right, that's the right time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I can check. Because, you know, by around... <clears throat> yep, good. 220 or 4.45. Oh, you, ha- you actually do have the times there. 1240, 220, or 445, or 620. Yeah, I think the probably the hottest time of the day f- for Disneyland would be around, let's say, 1130 to about 3.30, 4 o'clock. By 5 p.m., it starts cooling down because the sun's going down and you get the shade. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a really nice time to be in the park. If you have little ones, Disney Junior, live on stage. That's right. That's a good um, one. What are the, um, you know, Muppets or, or the, the 3D movies, Muppets or, or tough to be a bug. Okay. So let's, uh, but Bugs Land yeah. is fairly, fairly shaded, right? Yes. Yeah. But let's, let's, what how about, about any, the, how about any cool snacks? Well, Bugs Land, the best shade on Bugs Land kind of moves with the sun. So it's either okay. one of the two water areas, depending on what time of day it is. So what kind of snacks do you guys like to have on when it's hot? Fruit cups. That's a good one. I would we always say, tend to go to those little farmer's market fruit places. I would say a Dole Whip, but I never, it's always too hot to wait in the darn line. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you go to the Tiki Room, you get your Dole Whip, you go, you go into the Tiki Room, you wait for the, go in that side of the queue, that always gets served faster. Then you go and you sit in the Tiki Room with your Dole Whip. The, and that's, that's the nice it's thing about long. the Tiki Room is they do let you sit there and, and, um, Drink your Dole Whip or eat your Dole Whip while you're in there. That's nice. But that line isn't as short as it used to be because the word has got out. So a lot of people will go on both sides. But the Tiki Room is another good one. What about other snacks that you guys typically take when it's... I like the frozen lemonade. That cools me down. I've actually never had that. Um, I was I always end up with ice cream, which is probably the, the worst thing The frozen apple juice. The, the frozen apple juice is good as far yeah. as that goes. The frozen apple juice, they um, over by the Casey Jr. Circus train across from the Village House. They have a stand over there that sells, um, I think, the frozen apple juice there. That's Kelly's favorite, too. And the frozen lemonade with the raspberry shot. Um, oh. That's... They have one of those in New Orleans Square, too. Yes. Right? Delicious. Yeah. Um, other th- they have those several several places. Pardon me? They have those several places. And they have one in Toontown, and yeah, those are all all refreshing. And then another thing I do is when when it's hot, I just can't eat that much. So I think that right. people, if you stay stick to lighter foods, you won't feel so weighted down during the daytime when it's hot. But some of our dizzers also have ideas on how to stay cool, and so we have Michael, oh excuse me, Michaela F who says, I'm a big believer in those silly little water spray fans. Buy them before you go to the park. Oh, yeah. And bring extra batteries. That's a really good tip. And then just... Oh, we do we do those, yeah. So I totally agree with that. And then fill them up with ice in the, in the morning. And, oh, wow. Uh, yep. And then and water. And then by the time it starts getting really warm, you just start spraying yourself. And it's, those are pretty good uh, refreshers. And then they have these... I don't know if you'd have to find them probably at some of the um, the markets, but they have these towels that are kind of have like a menthol or have like those diaper beads in them, uh-huh. and you yeah. and you 
dip them in water and you put them around your neck and they really cool you down as they evaporate. I've even found those before at the, at the dollar store. Well, that's a great idea. That's yeah. even better. Yeah, I, I bought them one year for our Cub Scouts summer camp. So I ended up buying you know, 15 of them, but they were a dollar a piece. So it was like, psh, no big deal. Except they got really, really nasty after a week on <laughs> seven and eight-year-old boys. Well, <laughs> you are supposed to rinse them out and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. We are talking boys. But for a dollar yeah. each, that's pretty good. I think Michaela yeah. F. had a really another good um, tip where she says, bring extra socks. She said, it, sw- it sounds weird, but switching socks midday can make you feel brand new on a sweaty day. So I thought that was really good. She said, especially try to get moisture wicking socks, moisture wicking clothes help a lot. Yeah. Body glide. <laughs> you know, Tony, I think. Carry if, extra pair undies too. I, I think if. That's the whole reason I'm on the darn podcast anyways. So. We've got to find glide. that. We've got to find that recording. My original call. That's how Pete knew who I was. Cause I mentioned I was the body. Oh, your body guide, body glide boy. I still remember that. They were call. talking about it. And I was like. Dude, this call, is the greatest did, thing ever. Did you call into the show? Yes, and I'm actually still bitter because I never received my freaking lanyard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, which episode was that? I got to go back and listen. Oh my gosh, that was so freaking long, long ago. Nice. 2008. I, wow. Yeah. <laughs> got to be. So so fan. so write write a note to them, Tony, and tell me you're still waiting for your lanyard. I'm still waiting for my <laughs> lanyard. Um, Send also, you an got, email. don't forget that any <laughs> any location, any food location, will give you ice water free. Yes, and they will not fill up your your water bottle, but they will give you a cup with ice in it if you want just the ice or ice water, like Tom said, and that's very helpful. Besides the big Mister fans, do we also mention the little tiny handheld portable fans? Oh, those are good too. And they easily slip into a purse or a a, a, a crossbody bag. Uh, or that, yeah, that's what I usually carry, so that helps. Yes, thanks. Well, and just to and the reason why we we talk so much about this is Backpack. at Disneyland, yeah. most of the queues are outdoors. Yeah. So yes. you need to wearing a tip. Usually, when I go to Disneyland, if I'm there on a sunny day and I'm there all day long. I usually end up with a huge headache the next day, and that's because I don't cover my head and I don't drink enough water. So right. now I carry a, a baseball cap that to cover my head, and I drink a lot of water and no headache. So you really have the key, to keep hydrated. The key is the water, I think. Excuse me? The key is the water. Yeah, the key is the water, and also to keep the sun off your head because it gets really hot. But there's some other um, pretty cool tips on this thread, and if you have some... Please go to the show notes and look at the link and join the thread. It's called Things to Help with the Heat. Excellent. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.